Check out Live Web Media at www.livewebmedia.com. That's www.livewebmedia.com. Or you can call them today at 949-885-0132. 949-885-0132. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Tweet us at the podcast. Let me underscore podcast. I'll Welcome to Shark Week. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Live Web Media. It is the Podcastle's Nerd 35. And the question we want to ask you all is, will you still need me? Will you still feed me when we're 64? So what's up, man? Welcome back. It's good to see your shining, tan, rested, relaxed face. Back on uh, the southern part of the United States. The southern your, hemisphere. Your sea isle ventures. Uh, welcome, man. The you rate I'm good. going, it'll be 44. Um, uh, 34. I'm on borrowed <coughs> time at this point. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was, such a, it was such a long vacation. Even though it was only a week, it just felt like a really long time passed. And really? I, I gained a lot of knowledge um, Okay. because it was just a very unique situation. Even though I went on vacation with people I've been going on vacation with my whole life, but now that they all have their own kids, every year it's like such a vast, it's such a, um, a change. Yeah, a, a, right. Each, each little family like changes so much just in one year. And it's been two years since I've, uh, I've done oh, this right. venture. Because last summer, you know, we were like wedding planning. We were, we were barreling down. I remember. This week was the longest week of my life for work, just in the sense that it felt like three weeks. Uh, oh. Nothing horrible really happened. It just, everyone kind of agreed, even like the bosses. It was like, this week is just so long. This week uh, It, it felt like three weeks. Weird. Yeah. It was really bizarre. And I don't, I, I wonder if it happened, if that happens during the summer or does it just happen randomly throughout the year when when Mercury is in retrograde? <laughs> I think when the retrograde of Mercury is now debacling uh, uh, down to the uh, the thermometer. During the, the crest of the harvest moon. Yes, during the uh, equinox. The uh, I think it happens. I think it happens randomly because there are some days and weeks in the summer that fly by, and I'm like, wow, it's Friday. Uh, my right. favorite is when you're like, how is it four o'clock already? This is great. You know, oh. you're like, well, wow, it's already three. I thought it was like 12. The unex- I, I like those better than the fast weeks, the fast days, because it's 80 DM in the moment. So I'm like, oh, another hour till beer. The the unexpected, oh, I'm in the three o'clock hour already, or the four o'clock hour already. Those oh, are just, bracket. they send a shiver down my spine. I almost give myself a nice little, you know, 15 minute break, walk around the house. Yeah, know. I give myself a chubby. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I take a break too to make some some iced coffee. But um, the really cool thing about the trip was the very first night, I uh, I bonded with two of my younger cousins who oh, that's always who, cool. Who were always like in such a different age gap growing up that we never really did much together until now right. that we're all adults. Well, one of them's I think twenty two, could be wrong, and one's thirty. So. Uh, we shared we shared a sandwich on the porch uh, the first night. 
bonded. Kind of happened by accident almost. Because we weren't oh, all nice. in the same place at the same time. And, uh, yeah, it was maybe the best part of the whole vacation. Sadly, the first night. That's great. Yeah, no, of course. But it's nice when you do that, too. When you, when you connect with that cousin that you knew, yeah. like, younger, and you kind of look at them as, like, a little kid, but then yeah. they got, like, older, and you bond, and you're like, oh, no, you, you're, you're a peer now. Oh, and you can... You, I'm so uh I was so impressed with both of them how open-minded and uh you know like polite and and friendly and and smart they were. Uh it, it, that was like refreshing. It's almost like I'm yeah, glad right. I'm glad that you became this person. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm glad you know. this happened. That happened with my cousin uh, Paul last year when he came. I remember him uh, you know, when he was a little baby, like a newborn, I was holding him uh, like I was, you know, I'm, I'm probably Paul. 12 years older than him. Yeah. Uh, so he's like 24 now. And, and he came out here to L.A. with his fiance and like we're both planning a wedding at the same time. And we're uh-huh. we're out drinking together. And, and uh, you know, he's got his own house. And yeah. and he's like, you know, he's a grown man. How, how the time flies. Oh. Little birds leave the nest. And it's cool because it's like, oh, no, like we can we can talk now. And uh Yes. You know, you're always just like a little kid to me because, you know, I only came home for holidays and saw you growing up and right. a couple of years slipped by. And, you know, now you're uh, now you're a, a strapping young man and I'm going to give you a bond for your, a government bond for your birthday and give you some advice, some sound advice. What? Who? Who? Take that to the bank and cash Snorkel. it. Leave the country and never come back. <laughs> you need to think long. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You need to think long, hard, and deep about someone they can't trace back to both of us about what we're going to do. What? Uh, no, I mean, do you want some crumpets? Deep. Deep. So I'm checking out, um, I'm on discovery.com. You can stream Shark Week live. And uh, yes. they're, they're kind of like, it's the Phelps versus the shark thing. The great gold against the great white. What? <laughs> the great I thought gold. that was Larry Bird. Um, but so I love Shark Week. Welcome. They're getting the uh, different species of shark or different yeah species of shark uh, to chase after them, and they have this dude. They have this really cool kayak bike boat thing that like you you oh, pedal cool. it, you pedal it like a bike, and there's two kayaks, and the kayaks are are connected huh. to like a propeller that the bike the bike motors yeah are. like it's like one of those boats that you uh you pedal you know they have like the uh the pedal boats yeah and that, you can that go you, pretty uh, fast that's cool but the sharks would chase it for a little bit and then they would like lose interest um yeah right but they like did Rob clock Love. i think they clocked a i can't remember this a stream shark at around oh, 20 cool. miles per hour wow but How the, fast does the, the fastest human swim? Like six miles an hour? No. <laughs> I think Phelps swims like 38 miles per hour. No. That's no. impossible. No. <laughs> no. That's, that's not accurate. 23. Hold on. Uh, did you hear about Rob Lowe? He was doing that, that – uh, you know how you do that paddle surfing thing where you're like on a surfboard but you have like the paddles? Where you stand on like a giant bloated surfboard with a paddle like a douche. Like a douche. He was doing that in Malibu, and he saw Great White underneath him. Two of them. No, not Rob Lowe. He was fine. Rob, be careful, Rob. Be careful, Rob. Tweet us. Tweet up.
at the underscore podcast. I'm going to look up how fast can Michael Phelps swim. He's got to be the fastest swimmer ever, right? I mean, Phelps swim 38 miles per hour. The Great White Shark swam 36. 30. Wait, he beat the Great White. Yeah. Maybe they're saying some other unit of measurement of speed. Wow, he beat the so he beat the great white. So was it in the same? So he was in the water, and the the shark was in the water at the same time, or they like timed him and then timed the great white. Like how did that work? Here's what happened. This is very interesting. They gave Phelpsy a. They almost gave him um, flippers for his feet, but the flippers were connected in the shape of like a shark fin. So they gave him the equivalent of a shark fin. That type I saw of that. leg yeah. propeller. Well, that's why he swam that fast, but still, he couldn't swim that fast regularly. Still pretty impressive. It's pretty good. Still pretty amazing, but as a, as a, as a former swimmer, those damn flippers on your feet just catapult you. They, they double your speed at the very least. Yeah, flippers definitely can... can uh... you, you propel. Yeah, it's amazing. I become like a merman. Merman. Yeah. Merman, Dad. Merman. <laughs> Never seen that. Movie. Yeah. Not blasphemous, actually. Not blasphemous very, at all. Very scared. I thought yeah. I was going to go back to back blasphemous. <laughs> no, no, no. I told all my cousins about that little bit, and then they all started using it like the very next morning. About blasphemous. Five. Five point three miles per hour is the average human can swim. The average human. That's included Olympic people. Wait, what your cousins are, are saying blasphemous now? You've you've Dude. shared that that lexicon of of love they to, tu- to another being. They tur- awesome. They turned in like twelve hours. It was a twelve hour turnaround. I swear, the next morning on the beach, my aunt was like, "We were all sitting there and we hadn't ta- we hadn't spoken about it." Uh, you know, the, the whole morning on the beach from like 11 to around 1. Right. And then my my mom starts talking about the movie Sully. And she's like, oh, it was good. It was just Tom Hanks. He's so wonderful. And my Aunt Nancy goes, ah, I don't, know if, I don't know if I'm interested in seeing that. I haven't seen it yet. And my cousin Sean and his wife at the same time go, blasphemous. Nice. I almost like, awesome. got up out of my chair and like sprinted into the ocean. They, they did it because of the show, or did they just happen to do that? No, they did it because of the show. The night before, we were all sitting around drinking, and the podcast came up, and they and I said, someone said they didn't, they hadn't seen a movie. Blasphemous. Someone said they hadn't seen a movie, and I go, ooh, blasphemous. And, and someone laughed, and I go, that's what we do on the podcast. Whenever someone nice. says they hadn't, haven't seen, like, a classic movie, in our opinion, you get destroyed by the word blasphemous. I think it applies the best to a movie you haven't seen that you should have or a band that you should like that you don't. Like, when someone's like, I don't really care for you, too. I'm like, blasphemous! Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, then you're just a fool. Yeah, then you're just a fool. So, it's funny, though. Yeah. I watched that... Um, Uncle Buck the other day forgot about the scene where he's like blasphemer. So good. We got a busy week, man. We got some. We got Shark Week. We got Corey Ridings from the Ocean Conservancy returning for her her uh, her second appearance here on the podcastle tomorrow, which I'm jazzed for. Because he can't get the goddamn washing machine to work. Blasphemer. 
Blasphemer. Cody Ridings tomorrow? Tomorrow is Corey Ridings. Corey Ridings? What did I say? Cody? I think I called her Cody like a thousand times. I think I thought Corey was a guy when she came on. And then I heard this sweet voice, and I'm like, hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> she caught us at such a, a, a delirious hour. We were already like an hour and 20 minutes into a show. And I, I, I just forgot how chaotic we, that, like inter- that We interviewed somebody else right was. before her. Sonia. Right. Sonia from like Shark Angels, I believe. Uh, Shark Savers. One, one of the, those Shark organizations. Advocates. Shark Advocates. And we kept saying job. that Corey was a political analyst and she's a policy right. analyst. She's like, I just analyze what we're doing. I'm like, so you're in Washington every day debating with Obama. She's like, no. And then we looked up Corey Ridings on, on Facebook, and you know there was like another Corey Ridings on there, and it was a man with a beard that was posting like weird stuff. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we might have made a mistake. But it, it couldn't have been better. We couldn't have had like a better guest. I think she was my favorite out of anyone we had that week. I mean, they were all great, but I feel like she was joking around. She... she you know, she's got a good sense of humor. It was just really yeah good interview. It was seamless. I agree. I like uh, the last night on the beach. Completely forgot about this because we had been drinking like all day the last night. We stayed on the beach until 8.30 at night until all the kids fell asleep. Oh, nice. And got pizza and you know, delivered by Oogies. And uh, all of a sudden there's this huge crowd, you know. Two clicks down. <laughs> two clicks. Two knots. <laughs> two knots away. And uh, so I run, and I'm like, oh, no, there's a beached something. And I don't believe it was a sand shark because it was a little bigger, but it was a very small Ooh. shark, no matter what species it was. A great fish. And the some dude who you could tell was either like a lifeguard or just knew what he was doing, a fisherman, had the shark by the tail and kind of like lifted it under its belly and let it off into the ocean, and everybody, everybody oh, kept nice. a good perimeter. Everyone, everyone, everyone got it back in the water. Safely, everyone had a good soundly. perimeter. Kept a good perimeter. They left him alone. They didn't like take a thousand pictures. There was no fat ass land on top of him. Oh, I'm glad they did that. Yeah, they're they're God's creatures. They're one of the most remarkable animals in the world. They're millions of years old. They're amazing. Older. Tremendous. Than dinosaurs. What? I said older dinosaurs. Got them up there. Speaking of nature. I dinosaur chicken nuggets last night. Yeah, speaking, speaking of nature. Of na- <laughs> speaking of nature, Tyson. <laughs> and, you know, Ocean Conservancy and all this stuff. You know, once, yeah, you, yeah. once you start um, kind of helping promote whatever, you know, what these guys do. Uh, right. You get a lot of calendars. Oh my gosh! Endless. I can't give them away quick enough. A lot of awesome calendars. However, yes. Wouldn't you say someone would say <laughs> that it's a tad ironic to send me a nature poster about saving nature with Blinger. something made out of nature? Yes and no. Okay. Yes. Help me. Okay. I think the calendar you can well, draw helps, the line at. It's okay. Calendar's way. okay. There are actually more trees in the United States today than there were when the forefathers uh, started the country. Mm. However, let me tell you something. You drive through. You drive from Philadelphia to Penn, uh, to State College, Pennsylvania. There are more trees in that on that drive to supply the rest of the world 
for the next three thousand right. years. Yeah, it just this oxygen, it's just it's just oxygen just flowing through. Two mice fall in a bucket full of cream. One quickly drowned. Uh, so yeah, but I think I think I think calendars. I don't know. I don't know the 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 markup on that. I think they're fairly inexpensive to make. Hopefully. I draw the line when I see organizations, nonprofits, and not many of them, but you know that I promote or follow on Facebook that are like, get your free shark bracelet today, or get your get your shark bracelet today, only twenty bucks. And it's like, where's my money going to? Mm-hmm. I feel like the, I feel like some should limit it with the gimmicks and just focus more on the mission. Right. But the calendar, I guess, is a right. good way. You're looking at it every day. It's a promotional thing. Right. Um, you see it every day for a year, and you're like, oh yeah, Nature Conservancy. They're kind of in your mind. Keeping but, you smart, keeping I, you honest, I, I keeping you earnest, you are all. But I get it. It's like. Uh, yeah, I was like. There's oh, so wait. many of them though, because you get like 80 at once. Right. I was like, how many trees that housed maybe a sparrow? Maybe a sparrow and his, ch- and his chicks, her chicks. Maybe I don't a know. crow, maybe a corvid, maybe, maybe a raven, maybe a mockingbird, maybe a jay, maybe a nice jay, nice lazy jay, drinking, heavy. Four score and seven tweets ago. Greatest ago. I've been driving Jen nuts hmm. this weekend. I've been coming up with scenarios for my birds until she tells me to stop it. So I'm like, hey, Jen. Mean? She's like, yeah. I was like, I saw Sammy the bird. I have a parakeet named Sammy. Yeah. It was weird. He had this, he had this top hat on and this black beard. And he went, I'm Aberheard Lincoln. <laughs> Four score and seven tweets ago. And she's like, it's not, it's not funny. Don't repeat that. And I was like, all right, no more presidents. So I was doing all these presidents booths. So I was like, I saw Sammy. He's not doing the Abe Lincoln thing. She's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, yeah, he had this eye patch on, and he just went, I'm Yellowbeard the pirate. Ahoy, mateys. And she's like, please stop doing that with the bird. <laughs> so now I just amped it up more. Oh, no. I've been doing something similar with the whole, like, decorating of the the new baby's room. Uh, because I, I'm just slowly waiting for Heather to break down and give in to my idea. Which What's is, your idea? My idea is just heavily focused on female like superheroes like oh, great idea. not in like a crazy way but like in a subtle way where it looks like artistic yeah. and decorative and girly like you know like princess leia and wonder woman and uh you know just the all the other female stars yeah poison ivy poison ivy catwoman catwoman <laughs> um and at first she wanted like pink flamingos and i was like oh. all right yeah that's fine and I okayed it, but then like she told someone else, and they were like, Approved. they were like, pink flamingos are kind of like everywhere in Florida. They're kind of overplayed, and that was my opinion, but I just oh. didn't say it. I was waiting for someone else to. Right? <laughs> are they overplayed? You see a lot of pink flamingo stuff happening. Oh yeah, man. They're just it's every that's on every like sign, that's like a local Florida spot. That's just like the accent on the title of the place. Everywhere. I got you. <laughs> you you know? guys have a plastic pink flamingo on the front front lawn. Remember those? I should get one. I should get three. Yeah, you should. You should get eight. So it's like, wow, this guy loves them. Fun fact. Do we know why flamingos are pink when they're born white? Because of the shrimp they eat. Bingo, Mr. Clark. Just Go call the ass Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Ace. Todd um, Ace. 
Yeah, but that's cool. so the flamingo thing is a, maybe a bit overplayed, but I kind of like it. Because, but I don't live in Florida, so I don't I don't know that. To me, I thought, yeah, they're birds. They're they're majestic. Be- they're breathtaking. Actually, they're breathtaking beasts. They sleep on one leg. Yes, breathtaking. The the their 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 demeanor and yeah, their um their necks. Their necks, their posture is what I'm trying to say. It's just it's incredible. It's an incredible feat. Breathtaking, really, like a, um, like a jay. Like a beautiful rainbow. Yes, like with like a flamingo with a painting in its mouth and a feather, and you're drunk, and it's just beautiful. So, so then, so the so then, Leia, think, though. but then she was like, um, oh, she was like, well, maybe we'll do like princesses, and that was kind of like my worst nightmare. But oh, that's cool. I was like, if she did Disney princesses, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Because then there's a real in for me to squeeze Princess Leia, as we all know. Absolutely. So so I, I backed off on that one. Then <clears throat> then she was like, no, I, I don't want to do the whole, like, crown thing. Like, I don't want to do, like, you're a, you're a princess with a crown on your head. Yes. And as you're special. You're different. As she says that, my brain fast forward. Fast forwards in time as it does all the time, like le- years. It just when <laughs> I imagine scenarios out of nowhere with no control, and I'm like, I am going to have a Jewish half Jewish American oh yes princess unless oh, okay. I step in and make her a general, like General yes. Leia. Or you don't want a princess or a foot soldier. You want a general. Yes. So the superhero thing could could could. Remedy that. I've seen it online, and there's a way that you can do it where it's it, you almost don't even know what it is. They're just like shapes, but they're the symbols of all those characters. It's done very tastefully. Oh, like the um, they're they're like crest kind of. It's like the silhouette of Princess Leia's, you know, bun hair, just the oh, silhouette, nice. you know, and then like Wonder Woman's logo. What was this on? I'm sorry. This was a. Just, I saw it on Facebook. Like I, st- I don't know how. Maybe like, like decals though, or wallpaper. Yeah, you could paint it. You could stencil it. I don't know. You could do your own. Oh, that's cool. Your own deal. That but, sounds pretty sweet. I know. So I'm slowly wading in the weeds, and it's it's slowly. I'm breaking her down. She's running out of girly girly ideas. Just start putting one up a week. You're like, well, you can do what you want, but I'm just going to put this one Wonder Woman W up here. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you haven't really gotten the flamingo thing ready or the crown, so, you know, I just – the little Princess Leia braid, but that can go away. We'll just leave that there. Oh, no, there's a big cat woman. Pretty soon it starts taking – it starts, get, like, leaking out of the room because you're out of room in there. Yeah. And your whole house is like – it looks like, you know, Disneyland threw up, and I'm like – you might have done too much. You might have done too much. It's a maybe, great idea. Maybe let the kid get here first. We're already. This is already a competition. There, this kid is already tearing us apart. Already tearing us apart. Great. <laughs> you have two rooms. It really is a, a, a princess because it's like you have two rooms. Oh, one God. for your winter retreats and the other for your snowbird days. Where you oh, summer. So, yeah, but that's cool, though. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. How does one get ready for a room? Do you just do like here, like little things here and there? Do you is a crib in there, or are you guys just like kind of thinking about it right now? Because you got you got some time. I think it's like crib, and uh, monitor, like and a little voice that changing goes, table or, or dresser. Oh I, yeah. I swear they all seem like one and the same, but then 
you know, one relative wants to, like, give us one as a gift, like a hand-me-down that, like, they only used once, and, you know, well, for one you're kid. Great, you're great. They're not having any more. the measles in this. <laughs> I don't want this in my home. Here's the christening, here's the christening gown that your great-great-grandfather Jebediah wore during the smallpox vaccine. Please do not hand that to me. His. My dad lost a christening gown that's been in the family for 100 years. I was dying. Oh. Well, is that what they want to do? They want to pass it, pass it. The relatives want to, they want to chip like, in. What you sh- yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's. T- I mean, I will take as many free things for this as as I can because, you know, she's already draining <laughs> draining us. You should start capitalizing on that, John. What do you need? A bassinet? <laughs> Fucking bassinet. Who says that? A bassinet? Some. You know what? You know what we really need? We need a keg of Guinness with a tap uh, that's refilled every quarter. This is really good. I was reading this in Men's Health. It's really good for the child. John, that doesn't sound – no, just just please do it. Look, um, I obviously know. subscription to, um, to uh, Netflix, uh, second one because mine kind of got hacked from giving it the password. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of kids' movies on there. I really need that. Okay, well, John's the, the expectant father. Let's just write him a check. <laughs> You know, I just would like uh, probably to never have to pay for gasoline again. So whoever's ready to do that um, for us. Like, I see the most ridiculous. Well, be the Godfather. The most ridiculous GoFundMe accounts. Not to just completely oh, go gosh. off track here and re- revisit an old topic. But I, I saw, I see people who they are asking for something that they knew was coming. And they're asking right. for financial help with it. Like, it's just so. Uh, I, I mean, need tax help. Someone said, "I can't believe people give those people money." I'm like, and they do. Someone, there are people who stand on the side of the road, and people give them money. That's all they do. They just stand there. There's always going to be someone yeah. who will help and give money. Absolutely. That's why I have a sketch that's in has been in post production for seven months now, and still called GoFundMe. People do that though. A cop told me once those guys. There's, there's in LA we have a huge homeless epidemic, but there's also a lot of people that just want money and don't want to work and drugs and all that. That stand on like the corner of every street in LA asking for money. And a cop told me those guys can make like a hundred plus bucks a day because out of all, think about all the traffic in LA. Someone's gonna sit in there gonna get some change. Oh, you know. And everyone There's has a documentary some... about that, and a woman who has like a good office job and drove a Mercedes would, after work some days, go home, put on raggedy clothes, and go <sighs> ask for money. And they're like, how could you do that when you have a good job? And she said, well, if there's people stupid enough to give me money, then I'm going to take it. And she made like a killing off that. And, and it's sad because there's, there's a lot of people out there that actually – you know, really need help. We just got really deep and dark and depressing. We're talking about Wonder Woman one second and the, the dread society. Shiba I just, Shiba. I'm just imagining trying to, to pull that off. Like, I don't know if I have the, the, I don't know what it takes to like put yourself out there. Like I'd have to wear sunglasses or pull the hat down low over my head. So no one could yeah. see who I was. And I'd hunch over and just, uh, I have to you, have the incognito glasses on. I'd be worried. I'd be worried someone would hand me money, and I'd go to take it, and they'd grab my hand and be like, "Do you know Jesus, son? Do you know Jesus?" 
What do you mean do I know Jesus? Didn't he die a while ago? <laughs> How would I know a, who he is? You didn't give me anything, sir. Yes, I did. I gave you hope. I gave you hope. That's like I'd saying, rather have money. Do you know Ben Franklin? I know about him a lot. No. Never met I him. About, I know about Honest Ben. If you ever want to deal with panhandlers, though, and you don't want to make it awkward, like, sorry, I don't have anything, yeah. right when you know they're about to ask you for money, ask them for money. So when you're walking up and you see their mouth open, go, do you have any court? You you were gonna ask me. I need money. I need money too. Do you have any money? Oh no, I don't. I Sorry. I I got to use that in Charlotte. Did I you? saw the guy a mile away, and I was not lost, but I just couldn't find a restaurant that I wanted to go into. So I'm pacing all up and down the street. So I see this guy coming. Yeah. And I and I remember you mentioning this on on a previous show. It so works. So I'm like, I'm gonna do this to him, and he goes. Hey man, do you, and I go, hey, do you have any? Oh, ha, 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 ha. And he's like, well, I was gonna ask you for money, and I was like, I was gonna ask you for money, and he's like, yeah, but you're not homeless, and I go, yeah, but I like money, and I walked. Yeah, away. but I like, yeah, but I, what does that matter? I need money. Yeah, I mean, we all need what money. Who cares about the level of who needs it more? <laughs> I probably, remember I'll I gave a do guy. more with it. Oh yeah, I'll probably make a, I'll probably stretch it farther. I remember I gave a guy a dollar outside of Seven Eleven, and because uh, I was feeling chipper. And I was like, here you go. And he goes, what's this for? And I was like, it's a dollar. He's like, I'm not homeless. I was like, oh. So, oh, sorry. Were you, well, he was like sitting on the ground. Are you showerless? Like, yeah, he looked dirty. He's like, and dryerless? Like, it's a free dollar. Take it. Maybe yeah. it's a new business opportunity. Yeah, play along. You want to take a quick commercial break and come back with some, uh, some sure. sobering, sobering news and some deep discussions at the lines? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Absolutely, oh, grass. The old, the old ball and dick. Swiss! Swiss! At the underscore of the podcastle. Uh, tonight's show brought to you by Live Web Media kicking off Shark Week, and we shall return directly and abruptly after this. It's pouring down my face. <laughs> oh, no. You look like a, it's like a porn ball. You just lay down getting white stuff splattered all over you. I am getting loads. Dropping loads <laughs> all over my face. <laughs> now, how, do you, how does one paint a suit, though? Are you, like, upright on a, on a ladder? Or you do, like, a Michelangelo thing where you have, like, the scaffolding and, you're, you know, you're laying back. And you're like, hey, Tommy, give me another cup of coffee. Ropes. Yeah. Rope loads all over me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not sure how high the ceiling Bastions is. Bastards of buckets. Live Web Media has been custom developing websites for over 19 years. Each website is specially crafted for each client and their customers. This modern, sleek web design will easily transfer across mobile and tablets while featuring your beautiful brand video and HD imagery. <laughs> I love the Indianapolis Colts straw that you have there in front of you. Oh, I know. Uh, it was the, the Jeff o- George van. It was the only team that I liked. Peyton Manning, that's what I'll go by. Yeah, right. The uh, no. the dual-storied houses, man, before we get into this, uh, you know, a house with two stories, I, I thought it was going to be such a cool thing. They're very rare in Florida. 
Okay. And uh, it, it, it's cool and it's nice. However, sure. with our scatterbrained ADD mind, if you forget things once or twice or three times, like you do when you're coming and going from the house, you know, you, you get outside, you're not even to your car, oop, forgot this, you walk back inside. You go right. back out, you get in your car, you go, oh, forgot something else. You get back out, you go back inside. Well, when you have like to run... grocery shopping. When you have to run up and down the steps... Takes a toll. <sighs> it's like grocery shopping. You're like, oh, I forgot I had to go back and get this. It's like Forrest Gump. I've got to find Bubba. Bubba. You're like, you're like a, a, one person away from checking out. And you're like, soap. And we, you have know? A, we, we have a... Even with a list. We have a landing where you have to pivot 180 degrees to get up the last three steps. Oh, th- gotcha. Right. I think there's three steps to that one, too. I, I don't even know. I just try to run up them as fast as I can. But anyway, I have a contraption here. It's my cup that I drink out of, the water or the ice cubes that I'm pouring into it, Ooh. and now the beverage that will pour onto the ice cubes all Ooh, a tumbler. Up here at three different times, like a complete yeah. buffoon. Nantucket Jim, a tumbler. Man. So you have three different components to make a drink. I got the ice cubes, the water. And I had to take three different trips. Worth it. Oh. Worth every step of the way. Of course, I just got tea all over my black ass mama's iced tea. Mama's ice tea, get yourself some diabetes. You might lose a foot, but your taste buds are going to be harmonizing with solitude. Speaking of the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Football lost one of its greatest contributions, is I guess, if God is, you know, and I'm not a religious person, but if there is a God and he makes people... For specific reasons, he puts people on this earth for earth for specific reasons, and I believe that. Of course. Uh, how else would he explain so many mus- musicians only here for a short amount of time? Right. Uh, Mr. Judge was one of those people, and for those who are New England Patriots fans or fans of the NFL, Joe Judge Jr. is the special teams head coach of New England Patriots, Super Bowl champion. New England Patriots, and his father passed away this uh, past Saturday, I believe. Yeah, it's really sad news, and uh, he was he was just a great guy. Um, I know him from when John and I played football together yes. in the young, young days. He was uh, one of the coaches, and um, he was a professional football player himself. I believe he played for the Jets. was one of the teams that I remember him talking about. Yeah. Uh, I think he also he, played uh, for Temple University. He played for Temple, and he was just, uh, just a really good guy, really good, um, not just a good coach, but one of those guys that, for me, I just kind of uh, was under his, you know, direction or whatever for maybe less than a year, whatever a season is, a couple months, uh, but he, he, you remember him, he stood out, um, and he was just a really good guy, and when he, when he told me he passed away, it was, uh, it was sobering, it was sad to hear that. It was almost the like second to last, or it was like the last week of practice, or maybe two weeks before the first game of the season, when Judge, when the Mister Mister Judge and Joe showed up to the Romans camp. Because remember, they kind of like were added on very late, and I we do. had like we had very low. They came hopes, in halfway. Very low hopes. Yeah, halfway through like summer camp, uh, and 
we were all kind of like, we have no real quarterback at all. And, you know, I mean, it was only sixth grade, but when Joe and his dad showed up, I, I remember feeling like, yo, other teams now are going to take us seriously because of these two. Like you just felt like they were like smarter than everyone. And they were going to like immediately impact, uh, the, the joy of, of playing sixth grade football, which are some of the like fondest memories of my, you know, like the early nineties, that was such a, a great little two to three oh, year span gosh. there. Some of the best of my life. Yes. It was, Walking uh, to the reservoir, listening to the chronic, getting ready for football practice the next day. And these guys kind of uh, re-energized the whole program and it made it exciting. Even if you lost, you're like, well, we played a good game and we didn't half ass it. Yes. And, uh, and another thing about Mr. Judge was it was as soon as you met him, it was almost like you knew him already. It was really weird. You you felt like he could make fun of you and you could make fun of him, but like you really wanted to play as a team under his like rules, under his under his like teaching. I don't know. He just it it felt serious. It felt it felt fun, but but more important when he was coaching. Right. Absolutely. It felt more purposeful in the sense that yeah. you're going to you're going to go the extra mile. You're going to work a little harder. You're going to break a little bit more sweat uh, because you felt like it was at least for me and I'm sure you and, a lot, and most of us, perhaps all of us, it felt a little bit more meaningful yeah. in the sense that, uh, you know, it, things are there's just a little bit more on the ball at stake today. It was like, um, as opposed to just like, man, we're playing a game. You're like, yeah, kind of don't want to let this guy down. Um, he was, was really interesting. He was really good at, and this is like what Belichick does. Smart. He was really good at, like, helping with individual goals and the team goal, like all at the same time, like little individual right. improvements by each little each single player, and then the whole team, you know, improve. Right. <sighs> yeah. Quinlan, you need to start uh, blocking a little bit better, and uh, Clark. You need to, like, hustle a little bit more because when you do that, then we can get on the line quicker, and then when the plays call, we kind of have a little bit more of a jump start on them. And you're like, oh, I get everything's a moving part, you know, to the whole wheel, a spoke, and it makes sense that, okay, if one person's dragging ass or whatever, it's going to affect this. And okay, so Signorino. Signorino, yeah. If the you could cut down the drooling, then uh, that'll be a goal. Right, the troglodyte. If you that'll can, be an improvement. <laughs> If you can stop eating that baby's head and get your shin guard on and head out there, we can actually probably hike the ball quicker. With me, it was always Johnny. 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 You just drooled all over my fucking... Okay. We're watching this tonight. Johnny, pursue the gaps. I was like, what does that mean? And then you'd say, Johnny, contain. Which meant, pursue the gaps meant... Try to get inside because they're going to run the ball up the middle. Containment, don't let anyone on the outside of you. So, like, if anyone meets you, you're either tackling them or throwing them out of bounds. They're not passing me. And that's how I became one of the greatest sixth-grade defensive ends in history. St. Jude, a dynasty. Mount Carmel, and a whole bunch of other schools' uh, history. Some say the world, yes. maybe. One of the best. Yeah. They called me young Jerry Rice. And I never had fun like I did that year in sixth grade playing football. Then when Judge, when Joe was my, my quarterback, 
That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. And uh, Mr. Judge was the coach. I was hoping at the time. Honorable mention Chip, to Joe Colombaro. Joe Colombaro. Yes, he had, he had a man. mullet that a mullet that rivaled Petty's at the time. It was great. I'm gonna see if he I, still I remember, exists. I remember. I remember Blue Chips, the movie, came out around that time. Oh, yeah. Where they, like, would pay, co- like, Shaq was in it, and they paid college players. And I was hoping that would happen to us in some weird way. Like, well, John got, like, ten touchdowns, so we should buy him a car. <laughs> you know? Like, hey, can we have some money? It's like, this is a Catholic archdiocese football program. Okay, no money. Okay, maybe just some of these demerits can go away. No, that's not happening either. Oh, I just got more demerits for asking this. Okay, never mind. Forget that. <laughs> Deuteronomy. Yeah, but, um, Deuteronomy. yeah. Sorry to hear him pass, though. He was, uh, how old was Mr. Mr. Judge? I am not sure his age. I am sorry. He was an older gentleman and um, robust, good-looking guy. He was a huge and, man. I do yeah. believe. I do believe he had multiple back surgeries that never went flawlessly, as they hardly ever do. And I, I don't think that helped. But like John heard this weekend had a back surgery and he passed away. Uh, they didn't say it was because of that, but those things don't. Those things are just a huge uh, undertaking, and they put a lot of stress through somebody on back surgery and you're yeah. dealing with the spine. It's very, very, it's very complicated. Difficult. Yeah. That's why, uh, Jack Shepard on lost is a spinal surgeon because he needs to really be able to get out of mm. some complicated situations. Uh, situations. But, uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Rest Mr. in Judge peace. And, uh, to your family, you know, you're in our, you're in our hearts and minds. You're in our prayers. Godspeed. Uh, Rest in peace. Godspeed. You know, the next um, topic I had here does not really, like, segue. Um, no, it doesn't. It's, it's it, very... It's not like it lightens the mood at all, and Somebody I think that's died. what we want to go for, so maybe we should just skip it, or, like, is there any new news and no. clarity to uh, this Linkin Park uh, death? The, the Scardy and I touched on that yesterday oh, when we were did? doing it. Okay. And, but, yeah, he was... It, it's very sad that he, he died. Uh, um, I'll just say this. I was never a big Linkin Park fan. Eh, first um, album for me, and that's it. Hybrid Theory was good. Everyone had that. It was right. it was a good album. But um, I saw them sound. live at the Sunset Strip Music Festival. It was in the front row in yeah. 2013. And I'll tell you what, man. They put on one of the best. And I, I've seen a lot of concerts. They put on a really They're all big friends of mine. They were, they were, and even if I didn't, I didn't go in there as a fan. I was like, I could kind of like skip this. We don't need to go. I, they put on a hell of a live show, man. The energy was was there, and my, I, I enjoyed it. It's my similar situation with 311. I, I I always knew who they were, and I liked their singles, but I never bought any of their albums. And I right. saw them in concert, and I was like, these guys are like one of the best performers I've ever seen. Really? Uh, true pros. They're tremendous. They're great friends of mine. They're great. I've seen them all. I've seen the Stones. I've seen Tupac. I've seen Elvis. Linkin Park, 311. Right. Tremendous. Limp Bizkit couldn't do it. It was sad. These guys got it done. The baggage tags were going to war. Yeah, but the, so yeah, Chester Bennington, sad. Um, obviously, I will say this though. Was that his name? On this. Uh, yeah, Chester Bennington was the okay. was the lead singer's name. I saw Chester on social media a few uh, some posts, and this happens when this happened when Chris Cornell killed himself. Uh, There's some people that's like, can we just stop with the suicide? Enough's enough. If you were somebody you know, and look, um, I've known, I've known a person or two that has, that has taken their life, and you know, there's no, there's no silver bullet, there's no red flag um, no. that at the day of that stops it. Most people that talk about killing themselves won't do it. Uh, there's mental illness is something that you can't 
um, really help uh, for a lot of people just because they don't ask for it. So my, my point is I, I've seen social media posts like, you know, that's not the answer. He's a pussy for doing this. You don't know what's going on in someone's mind. Um, they could have been diagnosed with like a life-threatening AIDS or yeah. cancer or whatever, and they for them that was the last straw. You just don't know. So I think it's uh, you, you need to stop judging um, or folks. maybe even nothing. Maybe they didn't even do anything wrong. Maybe someone really, really important to them in their life, like died, or or right. or, or or like their life just completely collapsed because of you. And you're like, there's no way I can like go on with this in my head throughout the rest of my life. Like it's just gonna murder. It's I gonna eat me it. up inside. I'm gonna be in pain forever. Yeah. And you know, you don't know. See ya. Like Robin Williams. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, there's. How could someone with so much money and fame and love do that? It's like, well, usually the funniest people are the saddest, and uh, right, and, or in a lot of cases. And with him, he was in—he had a, a disease that he was in chronic pain where he couldn't like control himself anymore. <sighs> and maybe for him, he just couldn't bear it. Um, so you really shouldn't. You know, and judge think about think about how private you are about getting help with anything like. Of course. Uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I eat too much chocolate, so you just sneak it, and you don't even talk to anybody about it. You don't, you know, you don't. Yeah, like, right. Try. I mean, you mention it during like Lent or Advent. You're like, oh, I'm gonna give it up, uh, but you never yeah. do. Uh, or, or like cigarettes, or, or just anything that you're kind of, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing, and you're doing it, and you want to keep cig- you want to keep it secret. Yeah, like scrotum shaving. Right. I mean, yeah, with chocolate and nipple yeah. piercing. Or uh, so. Uh, yeah. Imagine. That I mean. Hates. Suicide is probably the most private thing in the whole world. So, like, you're not going to be like, hey, guess what? Thinking about, uh, you know, wrapping this all, this whole thing up. This, this life is just taking forever. I'm going to do it. Oh. Um, yeah. Just, it really, it's, uh, it's just too long of an explanation. So, see ya. Nice knowing you. Adios. That'll That's never it. happen. <laughs> right, no. Not happen. Not how it works. But, yeah, so, I, yeah, I guess that's kind of it for that. Yeah, I didn't want to uh, drool all over that too much just because it is really sad. and It is know, sad. We're saddening it up here. Uh, on to the playground of the adults. Basically, Comic-Con is basically like the, the, uh, the, the precursor, the, the, the pre, the hand job, the fluffer to the, yes, fall, the, to the fall and winter television and film orgasm that is about yes. to occur. It's the pre-cum of the entertainment on the end of the thread. I mean, it's a precursor to the uh, accomplishments of the entertainment industry of the superhero genre that are about to unfold. And I uh, I was really... Um, I forgot, because so so, since I was down the shore, I completely forgot it was Comic-Con, because I kind of like go off the grid when I go on vacation. I, don't, I, I just refuse... Yeah, right. I refuse to be one of the the people on on the beach on their phone. Thank God for that, man. I noticed you you, you completely checked off, and that's how it should be. You're with your family. Yeah, I know. I it's one year, see. one week out of the year, maybe two, that you're with your family, extended family. You need to be with them and not tweeting. And I'm a. I'm a I'm a zenial. You are zenial. Yes, you are. Zenial. Did we discuss that? No, I don't think so. I don't think we've uh, touched the breast of that situation. Because I heard a bunch of people saying that. Yeah, we're Zenials, which is good. It's a good in, thing. In the news, and 
I was like, thank you, because we do need to be qualified, because we're not, we're not Gen X, and we're not right. millennials. We're like this in the middle where we knew life without technology, and we were like old enough to like understand it and utilize it, but like it doesn't control our life, like the right. other the we're other uh, polar opposites. Right, we're not entitled with technology that this is how it is. Right, but we've embraced it, and in, so, yes. in many cases, can do it better right. because we have that old world charm experience of application of it's that that blue color, like seventy nine to eighty three or something like that. Seventy nine to eighty three. Yep, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. Because um, <clears throat> I remember keep hearing, oh, it's people. Millennials are people born from nineteen eighty. To you know, whatever 1999, and then I was like, well, no, I don't think I'm a millennial. I don't consider myself one of yeah, those. Yeah, that's fags. kind of a stretch. It's 20 years. Yeah, I'm it's not like one of those stooges. Born in the 60s. Well, millennials are from the 60 to 80. Well, that's kind of a different ball game. Some served in Vietnam, the other it's sat like, in the tarp. I think. I mean, come on. But, oh, a spade, a spade. Um. The best trailer, well, okay, the second best trailer uh, that I saw from Comic Con because I got back from vacation and I I'm getting on the internet and I'm kind of I'm getting back on the grid. I'm laying down my rails. You got the electrical circuits flowing again. You get you you getting the city lit up again. You you're dusting off the cobwebs and you you're seeing if the milk is still good. I'm like I have like the all the like big levers that I'm like pulling like space rockets. All these things are lighting up and. Tests are running. Se- sector four, light up, please. Yeah. Yeah. Sector four, so show me sector three. Thank you. Clear. C3PO walks in. Uh, so BB-8. I, uh, I um, at the first first two that I uh, that I looked for was Star Wars, obviously, and right the, the Justice League. Mmm, it's all about the woman. Exactly. Did you see it? Of course. Dude. All about the woman. She's shining brightly, and her stamp is all over that. Dude, okay, here are my notes for the show. Ready? Yeah. Trailers dash Star Wars. Under Star Wars, it reads, Justice League's focus on Wonder Woman in new trailer. Yeah. Because, dude, I, I, I watched it. I didn't read any reviews. I didn't, I didn't read anything. I just watched the trailer, the new trailer. And I'm like... This thing's eighty percent Wonder Woman. Like they are banking on Wonder Woman They're, to like draw a crowd to this movie. It's a shrewd business move, and it works. Wow. Yeah, she's great, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad they did that too. I thought it was a good move. You know, Gal Gadot. Is it Gadot or Gadot? Uh, Gal Gadot. Gadot. She better halt all negotiations for Wonder Woman 2 and yank that price way up. Oh, did we say did we say 8.5? We meant 20.8. Pay the piper. Oh, you don't you don't like that. Oh no. We'll we'll just do something. No, no, no. We'll We'll just tank the whole franchise. I think not two commas, but uh, three. Let's do that. Let's do the. Let's. We want to get in Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather country. From an M to a B. M to a B. <laughs> M to a B. So that was really cool. I, I, I that is cool. Yeah, I'm glad they did that. That I, I don't think anyone in the world would have predicted that uh, five years ago. But the only girl in Justice League is the top seller, is the high ticket. 
I, uh, I, yeah, I think it's great. I do. Now, back to Star <laughs> Wars. What? No, I, I downloaded a new version of Skype recently. Okay. Um, so it, it shows that, like, Jakar just popped online. Uh-huh. And that's when I saw you popped online yesterday. Yeah. And I just, well, this can wait till it's done. We, we, can, we can talk about this later. I just have some questions about this whole thing. We'll wait. We can wait. <laughs> Do people use Skype for something else besides podcasting? Like, why is Jakar coming online? Well, you know I, why I came on last night, dude? Because remember, curious. all is this my like AIM. So I was gone for a week, and all my stuff was shut down. And right. Literally, like we were just pretending, like I'm Batman at the the hot, the, at the you know the headquarters in the Bat Cave at the station, running Joker right. poison tests. Of course. Uh, everything powers back on, and I think I just log right onto Skype because it's like one of my I thought so most too. used apps. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail this. I just. It's been just throwing curveballs. I don't think I'm going insane. I see Jakaris popping up. The Scarry's on. I'm like, is this like AIM where people are like chatting and stuff? I'm like, what is this? What kind I thought of, it was just kind for of podcasting. swingers are we friends with? What is this? I thought it was for like work and podcasting. Like Jakaris online. No, it's just one of those annoying apps that automatically opens every time I like start up my, my Macintosh. So Jakaris not really like chatting with other black guys online or anything. No, you, yeah, like when you IM me, I was like, oh. Shit, I didn't even know I had this stupid thing open. Like, sometimes I forget. Okay. You see, like, I just joined a chat room, and I'm talking about, you know, gay and lesbians in New York City. (laughs) John is in uh, Munch Bunch Chunk, Brooklyn 04 chat. Oh, that's peculiar. Let's just log on in there. John has has entered, are you a bear? Are you a silver fox? You know what a silver fox is? Yeah, gray-haired dude. Gray-haired Gray-haired Shawn Michaels. Yes, and you and I, you're not a bear. You're not quite a twink. You're more <laughs> of just an everyman in the gay world. I'd be a twink as as a gay man. As the gay mayor of West Hollywood once told me, Matt, if you were gay, you'd be what I call bait. And I was like, I'm trying to do something professional here. Thank you, sir. I'm trying to do something professional. You'd be queer bait. I'd be queer as bait. I'd be queer as bait. 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 Bait, bait. Bait, I have a really funny um, preview of Corey Ridings. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Uh, and then I do want to hear, hear your thoughts on the Star Wars thing. If I've, I can uh, dig this up real quick, yes, I do have to <laughs> tell you what my thoughts about Star Wars. Uh, not just like the, not the plot or any, really anything to do with the actual story of the movie, just the outcome. And what we need, all need to expect. All right, now here's this Corey Ridings clip. So I'm not sure if we can hear it, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was a whirlwind night. Yeah. So we just got done Sonia. Uh, we got Corey Riders coming on right now. I haven't used the bathroom. I had water. Like I had a, a last-minute meeting today, and I haven't eaten. 
I haven't eaten all day. My stomach is eating its spine. I missed lunch. She's great, man. She's fun. We sent him. I we emailed her the other day. We, John and I've been emailing our guest tomorrow, Corey, about uh, her appearance. And I said something at the end because I was looking on her bio and I was like, "You have an incredible library of work. You are tremendous." And she said, "That's what I say to myself every day in the mirror." She's got such a good sense of humor. Huh? I remember that. Good I, sense I read, of humor. I read that. I caught up on the thread. Well, we saw you when we were. Um, Corey and I were on, a, on one of those little stand-up surfboards, like we mentioned in Seattle oh. this week. We watched you from about 300 feet away, quietly waiting like a shark. We just sink our teeth in there and make shark babies. What? 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 I bet if Corey and I had a kid, I feel like we got drunk and something bad happened. Because we're around sharks so much, I like sharks. It would have a tail. It would get born with a tail. We're not going to mention maybe that a on our show. Maybe. But, but maybe a fin. Maybe a gill, like uh, the Mariner in Waterworld. Yeah, so Star Wars. Um, I think it um, huh. will be... I think it will be many things. Obviously, it's probably going to break every single financial record in film history. Uh Probably it will probably probably break those, but those aren't the ones that I think are important. That's not what I want to talk about when we talk about this new movie, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. This movie will be the most popular Star Wars movie of all time worldwide, but more importantly, the really really big fans of Star Wars. I'm talking about fans more into it than me will go see this movie more times like when their parents saw Return of the Jedi ten times Ooh. in the theater. I think this new, this next Star Wars movie, what this new guy is doing, Last Jedi. Rain Johnson, I think he is telling this story completely different than anyone's going to see coming. It's going gonna, it's gonna to leave lots of like strange cliffhangers and turns and twists. He's um, going to be ambitious. And it's it's so much bigger than just like the the force or the light and the dark, and I think it's going to be like the most uh, the most like loved and appreciated Star Wars film uh, that ever made. And uh, that's that's a that's a good claim. You can put that in your pipe and smoke it, and so will I. He's ambitious. We can do it together. We can smoke together. I'm really pumped about it. I think it's yeah, man. massive. When's the release date on that? Is it Christmas? It's like December 18th or December 16th. Yeah, right around Christmas. It's going to be huge. Is. It's going to break box office records. Hopefully they can topple Avatar. That's the whale that they've been trying to catch for years. What did Avatar do? Over $2 billion. Holy gorilla feet. Yeah, James Cameron can, can bring it. I think um, they're coming think out with a sequel tremendous. too, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They they actually have an Avatar Land at Disney World. Yes. And I think also it's, a Star Wars Land. Now, yes, Star Wars it. Land is opening up soon in both Magic Kingdom and it's going to open up first in Disneyland here in Anaheim, and then uh, following shortly thereafter. And they unveiled at um, D twenty three last weekend. The you know the Disney D two three D two three three one three. 
How much all, did Avatar this do? This whole crowd's suspicious. It's all dudes in here except for these bitches. It's uh, one pack, two pack. They revealed what it's going to look like. Two Tupac, his pop, none. none. It's gonna be wild, man. It looks great. Um, it's gonna be incredible. How much did they do? How much did Avatar do? Two, over two billion. Hmm. Force Awakens was two point. Including domestic and foreign box office receipts. <laughs> hmm. Force Awakens did two point zero six six billion. U.S. currency. You know, this is a great time to bring up the top five grossing, highest grossing movies of all time because they change since the superhero genre came out. They've changed substantially right. from it's like out of control. 1980 to 2005. It was kind of the same. Right. But then the past 10 right. years, at one point, Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp was like number five, if you can believe everybody that. Everybody tops everybody. Like it just, it's, there's a new number one every six months. The movie industry is going to explode, implode. According to Spielberg, I uh, I am excited about Justice League to do a, yeah. do an Iverson crossover on your ass, but <laughs> I'm really worried that it's going to be just a lot of action, like bloated action, storm like, transformers, you know, like Man of Steel, you know, visual hemorrhage, uh. Or if it's going to have content and like dialogue and, and, and humor and an interesting story other than a big giant monster just coming to kill the world. And you dick. Can't we have any human bad guys? I know. Son of a bitch. What happened? Yeah, you want to hear the top ten? Slash them. I'm going to go from ten down to one. Is that? And who is, is this according to? This is uh, Wikipedia. The most trusted American website. There's been never any false information ever posted on this site. No, hey, Ben Franklin. As a cotton ben, ball. Ben Franklin and Miss Kitty were married. Hey, it's legit. Wikipedia says it. Exactly. All right, top no. 10 um, highest grossing film starting at number 10 Beauty and the Beast from this year. Sam. Frozen. Oh. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. That's a good one. Uh. Uh, Avengers, Age of Ultron. Wow. Furious 7, which is why they keep making these shitty films. Wow. The Rock, once again. Once again. I love him. I actually do like him a lot. Isn't that? Uh, the Avengers. In, uh, Civil War. Uh, Jurassic World. What number Star we This is uh, Jurassic World is number four. Number three is Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Number two is Titanic. And number one is Avatar. Wow, Titanic. And Titanic has, has only beat Star Wars The Force Awakens by $100 million, which is actually kind of impressive being that that was 1997. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and kind of a sappy love story that's with Leonardo so DiCaprio. That's just that's a, so just a Well, no. Rom, or com, romadu, romance. They romance bring him in, man. What is that? Romance slash adventure. History adventure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Uh, always, always, usually, usually beats sci-fi, but sci-fi is gaining ground. Sci-fi is is gaining firmly planting its feet into um, unblistered, chartered territories. I've been uh, secretly searching for uh, Joe Columbaro. Ooh. I keep finding. You, you find out he like wiped out a town, <laughs> and you're like, oh, he had a checkered. <laughs> Later life. 
Oh, wow. That kind of went downhill quick. Oh. Sorry, Joe. Joe Columbar. Remember we had a football practice with him once, and he left you and I there? Or no, he left me and Steriker there for our moms to pick us up. And his mom was furious. She's like, "Why would he, oh, Why would that yeah. man leave you next to a prison?" Oh, and yeah. I'm like, "I I don't know. I don't. I just want to go home." It's all right. And she was so mad. I was like, "Yeah, he left us next to a prison. <laughs> Fuck him. Do something." <laughs> That's badass. Which he shouldn't have done. He shouldn't leave two like eleven, twelve year olds. No, wasn't that like in Trenton? No, no. Our football practice was next to Bucks County Prison. Oh yeah, that's right. No wonder. Trenton tornadoes. I remember People that. Get pissed, and it was like close to a road, like a busy road, semi-busy road. Turk. Oh, Zom's house road. Good old Turk. Turk and Om's next house. Time next time I'm home. Uh, next time I'm back in the East Coast, I'm going to visit that field, and I'm going to do a documentary, like a really shitty five-minute documentary on my phone. That's like. I can still hear the cheers of the game that day. I'm going to talk in an old voice. <laughs> I still remember, John, this right here is where his dad, Jeff, threw Gatorade at me, and I caught it, and I drank it, and some of it spilled. I could still hear Ryan laughing as John scored another touchdown that day. Never or I'm going to do, like, a an OJ thing, Johnny Cochran. It was this field that I was here, and I was drinking beer, maybe too much beer, and the way John just got up and... Went right into the touchdown. It did something to me that day. And it'd be like, Clark, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. I took a Vicodin. <laughs> what? What? Ooh, man. I felt that. Matt DeWitt gut. thinks this show is like Eminem's relapse, but I'm here to say it's just like Encore. We're already gone. Yeah. I, uh, I want, I, did you, you saw the OJ thing? Yeah, I was gonna say, really did you and uh, did you and Biscardi talk about that? Uh, we tapped on it. We tapped danced, danced around the issue. Tickled. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we, we we itched. We um, it. Yeah. At first, I wanted to be excited about it, mm. but then I was like, "Holy crap!" I know. I was like, "How in the world is our process this?" dumb like how are we so dumb how did this like work against us what did right. we screw up who screwed up along the way Marsha Clark what if Marcia, this right? guy now goes and kills somebody what's gonna happen this world will implode he is invited to the 2018 uh, NFL Hall of Fame ceremony though the commissioner has invited him he is back in good graces with the NFL. Nothing is stopping this man from taking a broadcasting job. Unlikely. However, he is back in good graces. He is invited to the 2018 National Football League Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, my gosh. That... And he hinted that he wants to do a podcast. Mr. Juice, you're welcome here on the podcast. Shameless dollars. Yeah, OJ, you you would never come on our show, um, because you're, you're, I mean that would that's obvious. He would never come right. on. Yeah. But if he would, if he would be brave enough, if he yes. would be tough enough, we just can't say slice it because that might mean something else. I just I'd be afraid of inviting some kind of detrimental harm upon our persons. <laughs> If I were to say slice it, or John were to say slice it, 
we would have to uh, eliminate that terminology from the um, the, the interview. From the lexicon. But yeah, he's invited to the uh, NFL. Oh, but the heads. That's pathetic. And it's terrible and shame on the NFL. And also, um, mm. sh- shame on the NFL for giving him his his like pension that he gets, where he gets like 80 grand a month or whatever the fuck it is for the rest of his life. Yeah. How in the world... How in the world can this be? $25,000 a month. That's great. Are you kidding me? You could get a nice condo. Oh. You, could get a, you can get a nice house. Oh, my But you get a God. nice condo. You can get a Bentley. You can have parties. Twenty-five grand a month. You know what you could do with that money? Dude, a they lot. They can't touch Pretty much anything Oldman you want. can't touch it. And uh, he's That's a crazy uh, pension, too. He's been heard saying that uh, he wants to move to Florida, so... Yeah. If you're going to come down here, Juice, why don't you come right down here to SLJ Studios. OJ, SLJ. It'll be a great hour. It's a bit of tremendous. We can get your thoughts on Trump. <laughs> we'll come down here and go, oh, oh, oh. well, uh, I served my time. Uh, I haven't drank in nine years. I haven't missed it. So I'm looking uh, to catch up. I just want to go home. He's so smug, too. I watched his uh, his hearing. I watched the hearing, you know, on Thursday. And he's just so smug. I mean, he, he said all the right things. But, um, Dude, yeah, he said all he the right things. He almost knew he was getting released before he went in there. The uh, media when, reported on it. When they said he is, he will now be on probation and released in October based on good behavior for the last nine years, I was like, he's O.J. Simpson. It shouldn't count good behavior. Of course, he's a genius at, like, manipulation. He just put on the act for nine years and played oh, nice, and he knew he would get out. It shouldn't count for him like he played you all. That good good behavior no. doesn't count for a guy who chops someone's head off. Sorry. Remember the remember the trial? The, the trial of century? He's like, and if I were to get out of here, I could never and would never hurt my Nicole. I will make it my life's mission to find the killers. I mean, he he, he was an actor. He was a good actor. Yes, you yes. saw Naked Gun. He was great. Yes. Phenomenal actor. Charming guy. Everyone loved him. He was such a manipulator. Yes. Um, what a, I mean, a true definition of a psychopath. Yes. Of a maniac, really. Selfish maniac. Just just uh, a sociopath. Incredible, just how manipulative he is. <sighs> Marsha Clark. That's what uh, Stephen A. Smith on first take was saying on for ESPN. He was like, Marsha Clark and Christopher Darden blew this thing. If <laughs> so I, I'm not even a lawyer, and if I was a lawyer... OJ be in jail the first day. Like they really did. They really did butcher that case. Blew it. Not to get the whole OJ thing, but you know, well. we all know how that worked out. Uh, the defense didn't prove it, and you had Marsha Clark and Chris Darden being like, "Well, here's the facts. Here's unrefutable evidence pointing to this man. Here's DNA. Here's proof. Here's proof that he. Here's a, here's a certain proof that he did it. Right in your nostrils. And, and the, the the defense was like. Yeah, well, look over here. See this? Forget that. Look at this bright. You know what this is? This is a racist cop. Remember Rodney King? Yeah. Look at this racist. And the, the, the defense should have just said, okay, that's fine. Please talk to us about the, the evidence, Mr. Cochran, and, and the DNA. No, well, look at this racist cop. And they got, they got put into a corner by these you know, brilliant lawyers and these, these, uh, these manipulators, these, these craftsmen of, of, the, of, of the gab. And uh, the jury's like, oh, and juries are the stupidest people in the world, you know, 
because if you're smart, you're going to get out of it and figure out a way to go back to work and not be stuck there for eight months. So I'm, it's just I'm, awful. I'm going to expose Mark Furman with one question. Actually, with just one word. What word? The N-word. It's the most powerful word in the English language. And tomorrow, I'm going to impale him. Impale him. <laughs> just make sure you can walk, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that guy's, like, on the streets, a homeless. Um, yeah, he did some shady things. Did we, uh... Now that we're talking about OJ, we're talking about race. Did we talk about Ice Cube's response to Bill Maher on uh, the N-word? No, but I saw that episode. It was good. Yeah, and I notice I'm calling it the N-word because what Ice Cube says makes total sense. Yeah, and, it, and I completely okay. agree. He's like, it's our word now. You can't have it anymore. Fine. That makes sense. You, you got it, That's Cube. it. That's it. Now, all is good. I'll never say it again. This is how we do it. Now let's all just get along. Damn it. <laughs> get along and have fun. I made some strawberry shortcuts. Yeah, it was interesting. I Good episode. Like them. I love how Cube at the end end of the show when they were doing the uh the sign off and the credits came up and the music, Cube was like waving to the crowd and he throws up the West Side signal. And I was like, He's still got it, man. It's still nineteen ninety three. He's still cool. I know. He's great. Yeah. He's still like, you know, the character. He's good. But yeah, that makes perfect sense, though, in the sense that it's their word. Yeah. You don't want to yeah, abuse it. It's fine. Totally okay with it. Tremendous. Excited. It's fine. It's great. I'm excited to never use that word again. No. Billy's beat the Brew Crew today, 6 to 3. That's right. See I that? saw that. They are. The Brew Crew. They've been winning a little, uh, a small amount here and there along the way. Tootin John is the. Boot and Stoot. Boot Stoot. Is the Brew Crew. Uh, Carry weight though. When you when someone's like, "Hey, the brew crew's playing." Do you think of the brewers or no? Because I, I would love for that to be a thing. No, yeah, I do. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that term. The brew crew. Yeah, because it rhymes and it's better than brewers. Brewers. Milk brewers. And you didn't know what it was as a kid. You're like, yeah, brewers, like a like an iced tea. Yeah, like like a, what do you mean? Yeah. Like brewer. Like brewers <laughs> yeah, like iced a, tea. Brewer. Like, are they are they rowing a boat? Brewer, rower, I don't know. Are they? Yeah, are they a crew team? What are we doing? Crew. Hey, did you see the Lax. Red Sox wore their? Lax. <laughs> did you see the Red Sox wore their throwback uniform the other day from the '80s? Do you remember that? I forgot about it until I saw it, and then Red I remembered Sox. it for baseball cards. The Red Sox had this weird throw because this is this is stupid to to most people, but to me it, it blows my mind. I thought the Red Sox logo and all them was their uniform like the Yankees. It was that from like the, the early nineteen hundreds. Right. The Which I guess it was. But they had like a this they had another uniform in the eighties. It was it said socks on a oh, white yeah. cap and they had it looked like the Astros. Yes. And I and I forgot about that, but I remembered it as a kid, as a child, as a lad, as a as a as a little guy that, that got humped without a condom. Uh from baseball cards. Oh yeah, I thought that was white socks. White Sox. I'm sorry. It was White Sox. White Sox. But they had this uniform on. And Bo Jackson it, wore that uniform. There's a what? And um, it was such a it was such a mind fuck. And I was like, wait, there's somebody made a mistake in this article. Well, oh yeah, they had this uniform, and it was like the coolest thing. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah. Yes. Dude, they still do that. 
I almost bought White Sox, not Red Sox. I almost bought that throwback throwback White Sox. Oh, it's so cool. White Sox had for my for my collection, but had to go with the Dre, uh, mm. you know, black and just socks down parallel oh, to the side. The White Kyle. Sox cap. Yeah, but it was cool, man. It really blew my, blew, blew my load. Yeah. Oh, 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 my, I, uh, my nose. My, my, my I ordered the uh, Jurassic Park shirt that you had nice. from Target. I went to Target. I made a specific trip, yeah. and uh, nice. I was so disappointed they didn't carry it in there or they were sold out or something. Oh. So I was excuse. looking at other shirts that didn't match, hoping I could just buy something to make me feel better. Right. And a replacement. Like, well, this Nirvana A shirt. rebound. <laughs> No. No, not Nirvana. No. So I went online and I got it, but uh, uh, you inspired me today. You didn't get a uh, a replacement, uh, a rebound shirt. No, I bought cat food uh, instead. That's it nice. was it was a wild time. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's nice. But the old school White Sox man, that cap. Oh, I know. I'm going to buy that it. for you right now. What's your what's your size? I have it already. No, the old school. No. No purchases. What's the size, please? Nope. Okay. <laughs> you'll you'll have to is. find out. Four it is. I bet you're a four. Yeah, you're a four. You're a four. A four. A four. A four. A four. A four. Yeah, you're That's four. like a toddler. That's like you're, a toddler. Okay, you're seven and three quarters. Negative. A six and two eighths it is. Ooh, a regular no. six and two eighths. Too regular tiny. coffee head. All right. Regular. Nah. You know what I was thinking? Seven of, and two uh, thirds. What could be the new word that a toddler? The new word that means like, oh, uh, you know, that's hot. That's that's fire. That's dope. Fire. That's flame. It's lit. That's lit. It's lit. What about? Oh, uh, it's warm. <laughs> warm. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah, it's warm. <laughs> that's lukewarm. Warm man. It's lit. That's medium warm. I remember my mom texting me once. Johnny that's says heat. lit a lot. It's warm. It's what? That's heat. It's heat. Heat's good. I Mr. Heat Miser. I Mr. Hot. Johnny says lit a lot, my brother. Yeah. So my mom was like texting me one night. She's like, what does lit mean? And I was like, oh, that's slang for heroin, mom. Who's saying that? You know? <laughs> what? 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 No, no. I, I know why you're asking me that. It just means cool. Relax. It's slang for doing drugs, mom. It's a slang for, I think, um, blowjob. Yeah, it's a slang for uh, gay blowjob. I think it's a slang for uh, like jerking off two guys at the same time. I think that's what it is. And Why? not watch. Who's, who's saying that to you, mom? <laughs> why would you? Why would I say that to my mother? Yeah, mom. Why would you ask me that? It's gross. It's gross. Ooh, gross. Ooh, gross. Heather's, uh, Heather's brother says it. I used to say it. What lit? Back in the late nineties. All right. But. Like describing, uh, instead of saying like I was hammered, I'd say oh I was lit, like I was fucked up. Oh yeah, lit for for being drunk. Yeah, not like just that's cool. That's how they use it now. Yeah, I was oh I was lit last night. I was smashed. Yeah. I was plastered, man. Off Jaeger, I was plastered. Hammered. I was hammered. It's all like construction. Hammered, plastered, nailed. Nailed. I was nailed. Drilled. I was drilled last night. I was I was salacious. What? I was, I was uh, four by four. Four by four. All right. Chicago White Sox new air MLB authentic collection cap. It's got the red the red red brim. It's got a white face and a, a blue tail. 
What's your size, John? You're a seven and one eighths. That's what it is, my friend. I'm looking at you, <laughs> looking at your noggin right now. Seven one eighths. You have hey, such an insane memory. Yeah, seven and one eighths. All right. Headed to paperback. I'm gonna send it back. Why? What? Well, it's a nice gift. No. Send no, no, it no it's back. not the white socks. I'm gonna give it. It's a pair to... of white socks. I just want you to be warm in your dungarees. Actually, you know who's a White Sox fan? Obama. I'm gonna sign it and send it to him. Obama, good dude, man. You hear what he said about? <laughs> you should. He sent it back with an invitation. You hear what he said about John McCain? Yes. He did. Pretty admirable. How he's like, you know, he's gonna beat it. I thought that was pretty, pretty nice to see a president tweet about something other than hate. Beat the cancer. Well, yeah. I mean, it's from another member of the party. I like to see Trump go. Uh, God forbid Obama had cancer. Like, you know, you're going to beat this. It's going to be great. Oh, you know? yeah, right. That'd be you so would think funny. he would, but I, I just, I don't know. No. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty admirable. Should have just left him in. Yeah. Let him, let him work overtime. Left him in. Change the rules. We change them all the time. Change them all the time. What else is happening, brother? I'm glad to get back on the show. I know it's a little ADD all it's, over the place, uh, but, you know, I've had... I haven't had a show with you in a week, and it's like when you're dating a girl at first, then she goes on vacation, you have all this amped up stuff in your pants, and then you see her, and you're all over the place. You're like, I mean, I'm cool. I, we got that out. We can go to the movies tomorrow. Swollen testicles. I'm excited. I know. I uh, Well, I just noticed it's 1030. The uh, Game of Thrones episode is now. Let's, let's, let's bottle it up. 27 minutes past. Let's bottle it up and head to, uh, head to bed. Head to bed. Let's wrap it up. We've done You're like seven one, seven an hour and a half now. here. Hour and a half here. Amazing show. Hey, we can put this tonight in the W. Slash. But you do need a regular. I'm just going to end with this. Happy to have you back. You Happy are very considerate, considerate and thoughtful and intelligent man. You're the best. And you need an everyday cap that's not the, bur- the, the Durham Bulls. And this White Sox cap is going to be the one that you can get a little dirty when you're out there grilling some fish. Okay? Uh, you're a good man, Matthew Clark. That's, that's what it is. Good man. Uh, happy uh, Happy Shark Week, brother. Happy I, Shark I, Week, I appreciate man. it. I'm excited, and I will wear that damn hat every day. That'll be my new everyday hat. Everyday hat. As promised. Everyday people. Mr. Vindle. Welcome back, Jonathan Vindle. I'm going to take it down to the ocean the day I get it and soak it up and get it nice and juicy. Get it nice and juicy, and if you were a flower, or we were flowers, then you could seed us. But if you're twittering away, you can tweet us. At the Underscore Podcast, brought to you by Live Web Media, tonight from the man wearing a new Chicago White Sox era hat, Jonathan Astinger, to the man who has a hole in one white sock, Matthew Clark, saying thank you for tuning and listening, and good night, everybody. And Godspeed. I keep my hands on myself.